Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Rays of Hope podcast. I am your host, Rushank, with your co-host, uh, Bhuvan Sharma. So today's topic is, uh, you know, it's supported by popular demand. I was actually going to say we're backed by popular demand, <laughs> but I don't think we're that popular anyway. But no, yeah, no, yeah. today's topic <laughs> is all about toxic masculinity. It's a very, it's a very, I reckon it's a very interesting and tough topic to talk about. You know what? Like I had to do a bit of research on this myself because um, uh, I'm glad it, one of us did. Trust me, it's so vague. Like it goes, like be, like it goes beyond time, bro. Like um, so, I was really, it was very intriguing. To do, not gonna lie, like you hear it all the time: toxic masculinity, this toxic, toxic masculinity, that. But I was just like, initially, I was like, what the hell? Is exactly. Like toxic it sounds very straightforward, mm. but I'll use a word that you know my English teacher dropped on me back in high school. It's very <clears throat> supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. No, <laughs> it's very multifaceted. Fwah. Fwah. Yeah, yeah, it actually is. Fwah. Fwah. It actually is very. Mrs. Pearson, proud of me now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go for it. All right. So we're gonna start this one off with a quote that I found, which is pretty relevant to this one here. So it was by uh, Chimamanda Ngozi. She's an award-winning author, and she said, "By far the worst thing we do to males, by making them feel they have to be hard, is that we leave them with very fragile egos." And you know what? I don't think I've read anything more true. Like it actually is true. Like you see so many blokes out here. Uh, you say one thing that you know ticks off their ego and they turn into some like beast out of nowhere like bro what did you say this that i'm like because i think ego is one thing like you know how when one of something happens with a person right personality wise attitude wise we're always like oh that's just a sm- that's just my star sign, <laughs> that's just my star sign. <laughs> it's, it's kind of i'm a gemini <laughs> yeah, it's because yeah no one likes but i think with ego it's something it's something that you can't blame on your star sign yeah no nah. especially with 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 men yeah um, when it comes to us, like, you know, you can't just be like, oh yeah, cause I'm this star sign. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Ego is like this. I feel like, um, ego is a big player within toxic masculinity. Um, but let's look into what is toxic masculinity first of all. So like, you know, get a good definition going. Give us, give us a textbook definition. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So what I found out was toxic masculinity is basically certain cultural norms that are associated with harm to society as well as men themselves. Okay. So just some like dot points that I found that, you know, do relate to it that men themselves experience. Um, traditionally, when we're young, we've always been told to be masculine, be a man, you know, do this. Yeah. But what's being masculine? You know, like being violent, being promiscuous, basically. Um, it's like uh, having is like you know having a lot of sexual partners, yeah. like you know always you know having sex, um, and being independent, unfeeling, and sharing of your emotions, suppressing emotions. Yeah, yeah, yeah suppressing exactly, emotions, yeah. Exactly, suppressing yeah. your emotions, not like you know being expressive of them. And one thing that actually. Um, kind of you know what you call it interested me was homophobic as well oh what yeah i didn't realize that was the case like me personally speaking multifaceted yeah, yeah it's multifaceted <laughs> but apparently it is a thing like maybe back in the days maybe a generation before yeah. ours, i think it would make sense that you know people were homophobic would you say we're seen as people i mean our generation as people who are supposed to have strong 
views mm, on perspectives i mean on, on everything that's um that's why i guess this homophobic thing comes to play yeah well if you think about it back then it it wasn't a very accepted expect uh, yeah accepted, accepted thing, thing to do so it it makes sense and especially us as males and we see like homophobic ba- behavior especially this guy between guy we're like yo what's going on yeah so like yeah i guess it was just something that was out of the norms so let's say let's look at like our experience with toxic yeah. masculinity we go anecdotal first and then we'll move on we'll move on to a study because what we're going to do is we'll for everyone listening uh we'll share our experiences and everything and then we'll go through a study that i found that's really interesting and the findings oh, are interesting um, you, can, you can clearly tell who's done the research and who hasn't no nah, trust me bro you'll be right swing it <laughs> now nah, so um as i said I, it wasn't until recently that i was actually exposed to the whole ideology of toxic masculinity um one aspect that i have been able to relate to is the alpha male style like the dominant one um so don't get me wrong like it's like this whole idea that you have to be this big dominant like aggressive person um i feel like there's a whole there's a big difference between being you know dominant and being alpha like alphas are in my opinion they're not people who just pick fights with everyone or um they're like like are preoccupied with power that causes harm to others you know be it either man or woman you know domestic yeah. violence and stuff like that and it's like having those unidealistic romantic standards where they're like i should be able to get that chick why does that chick not oh. like me interesting that chick's a bitch because she doesn't like me you know stuff like that yeah so it's like thinking i'm like the dominant figure top like, shit top shit like yeah you know, that, that's toxic have you ever related to something like that because i see it all the time. Yeah. yeah i think in, it, that, for us that was pretty evident in high school mm. that was really evident in high school because exactly. the amount of people that would talk about like you know what we, body count body count oh bro yeah exactly count, yeah. and and i never got that concept to me and i was like why are we comparing body count initially yeah initially even i was like that doesn't make sense yeah but are you trying to get aids like? yeah, yeah bro. <laughs> first one to get aids wins i'm coming last anyway <laughs> but yeah it's like these weird and you know this is one reason why um for anyone who has watched it, especially our bollywood fans um you know chanamaya what's that movie edele mushkil yeah The reason I liked that movie was no matter how hard that guy tried, he didn't get the girl in the end. Like there was the it, there it was goes a boundary against, there. Yeah. It goes against all the other Indian movies we've seen. Yeah, yeah that and, makes sense. And I heard that's one of the reasons why I had such a critical review. It it kind of like showed what toxic masculinity is through that bloke. Like this guy, you know, thinks he should like why doesn't this chick like me? She should like me. Like it's insane. Um but as we're talking about, right? Um like body count and stuff like that. um you know what you call it um uh you comparable between men and women have like you know back in high school even up until now think about it this way don't you think when a guy says oh yeah bro I've like you know hooked up with this chick or you know had sex with this girl that you like like a lot of the times the reaction would be like oh you're a scarks like you know this and that i get what but, you're coming to it's seen in a different light for both genders but put in a women's perspective like you like you know a woman has hooked like you know she's had multiple partners or sexual partners what do they get called what's the analogy people keep giving the situation like this um they refer to a man who is a key that opens several locks mm. they refer to a woman as a lock that can be opened by several keys yeah and that's the thing it's such yeah. a toxic exactly i agree um, analogy I agree. to have um because even in like you know i i see it all the time like i'll be you know you'll hear some form of gossip or you hear something and you'll be like Oh bro, like this you know this girl here had, you know, has hooked up with like this many guys in one night. 
and he's like, oh, she's such a hoe, she's such a slut. Like, you know, when stuff, a guy does it. But when a guy does it, you're a fucking legend. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that is toxic. It's hella toxic. It's I think toxic. something like this we've been through as well in during our clubbing days. Mm. I, I, mean, I, I make a sound so old, but like, well, basically look, two COVID, years ago. <laughs> COVID, right? COVID, yeah. yeah. In a clubbing days where I think at the end of the night, every guy would be like, fuck, I hooked up with this many chicks and this and that and everything. Mm. But... I think what we witnessed was guys would brag about it, but girls would never. Girls would just keep it down low because I think oh, yeah. they were scared of that image, that, which is that stigma, and which, which is, is kind of wrong. Which yeah, hundred percent, it's wrong. Which I guess this is this is when I started realizing toxic masculinity is definitely a thing. Um, and then the other part is we we saw it ourselves don't express their emotions. Yeah, bro, in high school, like it was so hard for us to even just like. Look at say, high school, even now, bro. Even now, like you, like think about it, like. Don't get me wrong, like, even when you're hanging out with, like, boys and stuff like that, you don't really start DNMing until you're, like, 10 shots down and you're like, yeah. I've... You know what I realized? You know mm. what I realized? Yeah. I don't think it's... I don't find it as toxic when, you know, when they don't talk about it. Mm. I find it toxic when they discourage it. Oh, when they're like, oh, you're being a pussy. Yeah, when I want to get high and, yeah, like, he like, wants to talk about his feelings and everything. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah like, a guy is trying to express himself and yeah. then you're doing this. Like, it's... Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I've, I've seen that happen so many times. And lastly, it's like risk, risk taking to show dominance. And this one I've seen at festivals more than yeah. anything. You know, like, um, like you know, you'll be, you'll be walking down in a festival and one guy will be like, oh, like, you know, you hear discussions and stuff going on, like between the, between the people and they're like, oh, how many caps did you do, bro? I was like, oh, yeah, I did, you know, oh, yeah, two. Yeah, bro, I dropped 20. I'm like, oh, wow. oh yeah, like, what? yeah, bro, it's nothing. Like, you know, I'm like, cuz, like, what are you trying it's to like? always a competition. It's trying to show, like, it's a very competitive drive. And this is a very dangerous behavior, dropping, like, caps, MDMA. You could easily overdose. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, this is just one thing, like, doing drugs. Like, I was getting to that. I was mm. getting to that. I feel like. It starts off very small, like for us in, in high school. Yeah. But as you go through life, that kind of behavior, mm. it, another word, perpetuates. Fuck, bro. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I have a vocab here, bro. Don't worry. It perpetuates through your entire life. Mm. And I feel it applies to, with, obviously with men, it mm. applies to your status in life, your mm. job, the amount of money you're earning. And that I think that's a very... Not just toxic, we've been using the word toxic, but it's a very unhealthy thing as well. It's, yeah. Constantly comparing yourself to others mm. and then that kind of brings on that kind of behavior where just like, you know, once again, trying to one-up each, uh, each, other. each other, you're always yeah. condescending people and everything. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, like, healthy competition is good. Like, you know, competing in the sense where you're both, you're, you as people are growing together. Yep, yeah, exactly. And like, that's good competition. Like, you know, oh, he's doing that, I'm going to try to do that as well and see if I can get on that level. But, Doing it to put the other person down, unhealthy. Like, you know, it, it, it ruins friendships. It's no good. Like, you know, it's no good. Um, but have you personally had that happen to you ever before? Now we're talking about this. But, yeah. Where you've had a friend and kind of just to show off his, I guess, manhood. Mm. He's kind of tried to bring you down. Yeah. So, like, I know there was this one time where he, like, there was this point um like let alone this was like when i was in first year uni yeah, yeah. so like i had just started like working part-time um and part-time at that i had this bloke mate like i had this mate in uni like just had it like you know it was just like a first year friend that you make initially like you know we got along and everything but like he introduced me to his mates and everything um and you know by that time i told him you know i'm working at like um working at this fast food chain making this much and you know what he did like he's like he took me in front of his friends 
and he was like you know he, he's like he was just talking about it. i was like oh so tell him how much you make and shit what an ass and, I, and i'm like yeah this much like you know it was i thought it was like this is cool show, j- this j- is cool show. Nah, it's, it's not, it's not. <laughs> he's, he, i'm still friends with him unfortunately <laughs> um but then he was and then he was like oh bro i make like 10 times more than that That's and i'm an like and, I'm, and then and I'm like, yeah, but like, where's this coming from? Like, what are you trying to prove? Like, he's trying to like, because a majority of the people in the group were girls. So yeah. obviously he was trying to come up with this like dominant uh, figure or yeah. alpha figure that, hey, look at me. I'm better than this guy. I can, I make more than him. I'm more like this and that. I'm like, no, you just look like a dickhead. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? So like stuff like that. Like, Shit. what about you? Have you experienced anything? I'm trying to think about it. I don't know if I'm just, I just have a thick skin. I'm, I just don't see it. I, I, think, I think we're just so, like, the thing is like, you're so used to it now like it's yeah. become so ingrained that you don't realize yeah it. you can't differentiate between yeah. this guy i don't know like what is this guy trying to do yeah, yeah um not a personal experience i'm still trying to think of a personal experience mm. but i know think about the time remember the time when you got your ears pierced initially like you remember when you got your like right ear pierced yeah accidentally but that was i, I know i'm not talking about that happened in uh primary, right? primary school that was i mean to be honest that's kind of kiddish behavior though it is yeah. back then yeah what i'm thinking about is mm. um fuck i think about high school i think um we had we had a friend who used to he used to be very smart mm. in studies mm. and i think i've spoken about this before where he used to be one of the top guys he used to be fucking always come first in oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 and yeah. we used to always go for to him for help mm-hmm. and he was just being condescending pig mm. all the time mm. Oh, I think I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it, it wouldn't... And when I say condescending pig, it's literally like you ask him one question. Mm. Before he even starts teaching you, he would be like, you're such a pig. You don't, you're so fucking dumb. Why you don't you fucking get this and everything? I'm like, you don't do that to someone that comes... That's asked, coming to you yeah. for help. So he had that competitive drive, but it was unhealthy. It was, it was mad yeah. unhealthy. And you can yeah. imagine something like this during fucking, um, you know, your prelims or even a HSC when you're just like, you're already in a stressing and you have someone who's close to you calling you so, you're so fucking dumb why don't you fucking get this and everything it's yeah. such a demotivating but thing but didn't he also make fun of you in the sense that when you were trying to also sometimes express your emotions he'd be like yeah same person fucking pussy same person like, same yeah, same yeah, per- so exact same person which is a very as i'm saying imagine that shit like that starting off in high school high school so this exactly. gets ingrained in our culture very easily we just think oh you know they're fucking around and exactly. stuff like you know, just being a dickhead but like it, it transcends we've spoken about our experiences what I want to talk about today is also how how women feel about this. Mm. So the uh, thing is, like, only women can answer that. Cause, obviously, yeah. obviously. Um, but have you personally, um, I think it's a good thing, have you personally, you know, witnessed situations where a guy is being trying to be a top bloke, obviously, in front of a girl, bringing her down and bringing her condescending little shit, mm. and where you're just like, yeah, this is wrong. Yeah, like, it was like that one time where that guy was, of course, you know, the whole pay thing yeah um, but something very similar is like i've a lot of our female friends that you you may even know is like you know sometimes when they're in relationships they bring up one thing and they're like whenever there's like some trouble happening and stuff like that it'll always be like the guy like he either refuses to apologize he always has to have the last say or he's just too stubborn to actually like you know he's too stubborn to apologize you hear stuff like that, like that's what I have heard from some of my friends where they're like, like, you've hurt someone's feelings, like as a, as a man, you've hurt, like, yeah. you know, say your partner's feelings, 
um, despite what you did, like you still hurt them, right? You still they were still affected by it. You don't get to decide if you, you don't. Yeah, them. you don't get to decide if you hurt them or not. They were hurt. Yeah, but they still have the ego to say that oh, I don't know what I did, and you don't deserve an apology. I see this between guys versus guys. Like I see this between happening on a common basis where a guy will be like, you know, like some some fight will happen, right? And he'll just be like, oh, he's being a little bitch, and I'm like, you still hurt him. <laughs> you, still, you can't exactly you can't say and he's like i don't know what i'm apologizing for he's just being a bitch i'm like that's the problem like you know fix it that's a good point that's what yeah. i realized that's a good point you bring up i think as men mm. and this is specifically as as men i don't know about women obviously mm. uh, but specifically as men mm. we find it very difficult to apologize it's just one word and you just have to genuinely say it but it's so hard and not people. that's what i'm saying mm. you're probably thinking of you know say sorry mm. But it's, it's, you, you also need... To, I feel like it's as also good as saying, hey, what I did was wrong. Yeah. Acknowledging your mistake. Mm. And right. that's something that I don't think... It's taught to us in a very general way, mm. you know? But it's never taught to us, like, if you've done wrong, admit you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. That's the only way you can move forward. We just tend to shift the blame. Exactly. Like, any time we can shift. And I think this goes for humans in general. Like, yeah. um, men, like, you know, it's a thing. But, like, generally speaking very rarely will someone ever be like sorry like you know sometimes like someone will have to take it in a relationship but i'm just saying in a general vicinity like very rarely will you see like oh sorry bro it was my fault like you know but other times they'll be like oh bro it was his fault like he made me do this 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 but like not even that not even like, that even if um because i have conversations with people and we're just like they, where they refuse to say apologize right mm. but you, even if you prove them wrong yeah they'll just be like oh, okay my bad yeah which you know in those words coming out of the person my bad it's like yeah he's not he's not accepting his mistake mm. he's just yeah he's okay, just whatever. saying like, yeah, just, my bad like, exactly get exactly but like genuinely just like understanding that you've hurt someone's feelings exactly for it can make can go the exactly so let's move on to this um study that i found so this one's relevant because it's an australian study so okay. we can and it's for young men like such as myself yourself and um, so let me give you a background. So it was an Australian survey. It was conducted 1,000 young men and it looked at seven pillars of traditional manhood. Yeah. So self-sufficiency, toughness, physical attractiveness, rigid gender roles, heterosexuality and homophobia. So, so repeat that again slowly. Repeat that again slowly. Okay. One more time. Self-sufficiency, toughness. Oh shit, there's more. Sorry. Yeah. Physical attractiveness, rigid gender roles, heterosexuality, homophobia, hypersexuality, and aggression and control over women. This so, literally sounds everything like masculine. Sounds very like, you know, yeah. things that, you know, yeah, masculine and everything. Yeah. So basically what the survey did was, I'll give you some more context. It surveyed and asked about the men's perceptions of these, of what they think societal messages are, what society tells them, right? Yeah. Um, about manhood and what their own endorsements of these messages are. So, and then it just got... Um, and in the end, they were put in like a man box if, you know, depending on who went with the societal messages and who didn't um, and who. So we'll go through the results. So a lot. Okay. So this is what we found. A lot of men were greatly influenced by the. So they we're looking at the society perceptions. So a lot of great men were influenced by these perceptions of what it means to be a man. So young men will likely to agree with statements that suggest society expects men to act strong, fight back when pushed and never say no to sex. So... Basically, interesting. Do you the see? Last one. Yeah, the last one. Like yeah. this is what society, like this is what they think society expects them to do. So they think this is what they expect them. So can you see why, like, some men are the way they are? Because they 
um, expect that society, like they think society expects them to be that way. See, the the funny thing is, right? I think mm. we can definitely get um, bring religion to this at some point, which we find obviously. Yeah. But I feel like what I was gonna say is, these expectations mm. they're not written down anywhere. You're not like as soon as you get a boy at the hospital, they're not like, hey, this was expected of you. Yeah, the like hospital. Here, here's, yeah, exactly. here's your like life. Guide. It's yeah. all it's all in the head mm. of the previous generations. I think this stuff actually does get passed on and not going to lie, um, I feel like we still have an ancient brain inside of us. That, yeah. Because this is very like, if you think about it, very conservative stuff. Fight back when pushed. You could easily walk away. Because this, what we talk about right now, mm. it's very closely associated with feminism mm. and also equality. Mm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like, there's one thing I was uh, telling my friends. Um, in, in, in a natural sense, mm. in a natural sense, mm. I've noticed, and this is obviously growing up in the brown community, yeah. men are always seen as a providers. As like breadwinners and stuff. Breadwinners, yeah. exactly, exactly. And um, that's something that comes up in this survey a bit later on. Um, they actually think that men, like men in this survey thought that they were supposed to be the primary breadwinner yeah. when it came to like, you know, in a relationship or a family or something like that. And that puts a lot of stress on someone if you think about supporting someone just like that. But don't get me wrong, of course, they don't have to do it. But because they have these expectations built up of them to do it, they're going to do it. Like, you know, it's already that pressure's there for them to do it. Like, And stuff like that has to be addressed much earlier and whatnot. Exactly, exactly. To be honest, I've, I've had this, I had this conversation with my, with my partner. Okay, mm. love you. <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's just like, yeah, this is kind of ass. They shouldn't be where a man should just be the sole provider for the family. It's mm. a... It's a it's an equal responsibility. Yeah, it's exactly. An equal, equal responsibility, and it will be more healthier for the man as well, and for his family. Like he's he's not only looking after himself and self in that instance, but he's looking after his wife, his husband, his kids. Like you know exactly. all that stuff. So he's still he shouldn't take that sole responsibility of taking everything onto himself. Um, but but some traditional ideas are dropping away. So like you know these are ideas that you know they. Realized... 100% not brown though. <laughs> Let's see. 100% not brown. Um, but fewer young men agree that society tells them they should use violence to get respect. Um, straight men should shun gay men as friends. Boys shouldn't learn how to eat and cook. Men shouldn't do household chores. So these these ideas are dropping away. So people like the men are starting to pick up slowly that you know this is yeah this is fine. Like you know it's okay if men do chores. It's okay if men clean and cook. It's okay to have gay men as friends. Um, you know stuff like that. Like. Like, it, it's very interesting that you think about it because um, I remember back in high school, like, like a male being friends with a gay person was very, what you call these days, suspect, right? Like, yeah. Or oh, you're friends with a gay person. That you means must you're be gay. gay. You must be gay yeah, as well. Yeah. And, they, and because of that, like, they made gay people, like, gay was, sounded as a very toxic, toxic yeah. thing. So, when you now, when we say like you know, hey, you're gay, it sounds like a very obviously when we say it, between us two, it's not it, we don't mean anything by it. Mm. But in a general sense, when our generation says it, it's a very negative connotation of it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, for sure. Like it, it's still you know it's getting better though very slowly. Like I've realized that's the case, um, but still more to work on for sure. So let's actually take a break from the stats for a bit. Uh, we'll, we'll get back to them, um, but I just want to you know get the audience our listeners thinking here the audience um and basically think like you as you know you as a male or you as a female who does have male friends do you feel like you are a person or you know a person that struggles to apologize or do you know someone who feels like you know that they aren't as open to gay people like are a bit homophobic exactly so like you know let's talk about this right like so you know um 
once again, as if you're a guy, put, put yourself in um, put yourself in the situation. And if you're a girl, think about a male friend, right? Does this person or do yourself do you yourself mm. struggle to apologize to people? Yeah, you know, as 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 a male, or if you have a, you know, if you have a friend who's a male, does he apo- uh, struggle to apologize? Are you do you have this self expectation of you, mm-hmm. or does this person have a self a self expectation of them where they're supposed to be the head of the family or they're supposed to carry you know the entire family on their shoulders and basically provide for the family? Yeah, and basically yeah that and one thing I want want people to start thinking about is. Do you think you're a male who actually thinks it's disgusting or bad that a girl has had too many sexual partners? Good point. Do you Good feel point. like that a girl who has less sexual partners is more attractive for whatever reason compared to someone who's had more? And I want you to think why that's the case. Like, what makes you think that? That's a good question. That's a good question. You know, again, yeah. I guess the other thing is also for guys. Mm. Is it important to you to have a high body count, quote-unquote? Yeah, is it really that important? I want you to think about the times you've had sex like, and you've done all those things. Yeah. I want you to think about how you felt afterwards. Was it like a short-term satisfaction? Was it really worth it for you in the end? Or was that just something you did just because you thought you're going to get some sort of validation out of it and be like to the, your boys and be like, yeah, this is it? Also, mm. I think this isn't something, this isn't something interesting. After you know you've had sex and you know all done all, hooked up and everything, mm. how how eager are you to tell your friends? Yeah, is that the first thing you want to do? Is that the first thing like you want to do? Is it like oh I have to tell? Like is that the first thing you think? And if it is, then you obviously know something's wrong there. Exactly. Like exactly. I don't think that's a normal thing to think that you know once you've had sex, the first thing you want to do is scream it out to the world. Because the thing is, the, I think the reason we talk about these topics and the reason we kind of want to get the audience involved in thinking about this mm. is. A lot of these things, what you have to accept is, it's human behavior. Yes. But we, just because we accept doesn't mean it's all right. We have to kind of redeem ourselves in that way. We have to kind of make it better for other, you know, people mm-hmm. living with us and other people and everything. So yeah. just, you know, food for thought. Think about it. You know, if you're one of these people and uh, we'll talk about how we can kind of deal with it. Yeah. And, you know, first things first, like it's good to be, you know, aware of these kinds of situations. So think about it. See if you need to make changes in your life or you know someone who used to make changes in their life. Address it with them every now and then. You know, it's good. These things need to be made aware of. Like, how else are you going to fix these issues? Um, but let's move back to the worrying statistics. Yeah. yeah? Um, love me some stats. Love me some stats. That's always good. So these are worrying finders in sense, like, because this was like 27% of young men believe they should always have the final say about decisions in their relationships. This is what we talked about before, yeah. I remember. Um, think about it. Like, 27% as like think it's not hard but it's still a decent amount like it's more than a quarter of like males think that they should always have the final say I was, I was thinking about this right now mm. when, people, when you say final say I think men automatically assume the higher the volume is the higher the, the, yeah. the better the point is yeah, that like, is not the fucking case it doesn't work like that <laughs> <laughs> you, know you're wrong. <laughs> you got it completely wrong just cause you're yelling <laughs> your point across at a friend or your partner mm does not mean you're getting a point across. If anything, it's kind of proving that you're disproving your point. Disproving, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And another one is, this one's a bit higher, 37% believe that they should know where their wives and girlfriends are at all times. Oh, she All times. Like, you're in the bathroom, let me know. Oh, she <laughs> Are you in the kitchen, let me know. You're out, let me know. Like, that kind of stuff. So, that controlling feature that I'm the dominant male, you should let me tell me where I where you're going. It's strange. I've, I would have never thought about this. What? This kind of stats. 
Thirty-seven percent's massive. Thirty-seven percent, like massive. it's decent, almost bro. half, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's closing to fifty, bro. I'm exactly. Like, bro. That's I, kind of fucking strange. It's I don't insane. think it's, we know anyone who's like, I need to know where my girlfriend is. Yeah, maybe we're out the right people. So, and <laughs> <But>, I <don't> know, <laughs> love you always. But um, it's it's insane. Like thirty-seven percent want to know where their wives and girlfriends are all the time. So where is the freedom for their wives and girlfriends? What? This reminds you have an me idea of something. No, this <laughs> reminds me of something. What did um, you get? We have a friend. Um, I don't. I don't think she listens to a podcast. And she listens to a podcast, but I won't say names. Mm-hmm. Her boyfriend literally prevents her from having male friends. Really, her boyfriend literally so you prevents can't have her from friends. having like, uh, yeah, male friends at all. At all, it's on Instagram. It's on Facebook. Is it because like, oh, you're in a relationship? Why do you need boyfriends? Is it uh, that kind of stuff? I don't know. If I ever get a chance to ask him, I will. I definitely will. I'm definitely. I just definitely want him on the podcast. So like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> but he prevents her from having male friends whatsoever. And I think, but yeah, so that's it's sad. That's unhealthy. And I feel, I feel, I feel for her. Like, yeah, that, that she can't have male friends. Um, don't get me like. It's always good to have friends from the opposite gender. You you learn a lot about things, but not being able to have any, not even workmates. That's fucked. Not, I don't want to go into dip. Might just give away with the president. <laughs> no, no, it's all good. Still, but like, still, yeah. It's just, it's, it just hit me right now that you know you told me you spoke about have you ever witnessed this kind of thing. I was like, I, I can't believe I didn't think of this before. Yeah. To be honest, you see it like you do see it quite frequently. I think um, a lot of guys in general, uh, well, actually, not a lot. Actually, like not the people I know, but like I have heard of stories where they're like, I've heard of situations in relationships where it's always like. Yeah, like he was pretty, yeah, like you know, controlling, he was controlling in that sense and whatnot. In relation to that stat, I kind of get insecurity. Insecurity, yeah. I understand insecurity. Oh, bro, I have all people understand. You're insecurity. the CEO of insecurity. Yeah, I'm the CEO of insecurity, bro. <laughs> Fucking hell, dude. <laughs> they call it Rushang now. <laughs> Don't get Rushang, bro. <laughs> Invest in Rushang. <laughs> Invest in Rushang. <laughs> um, <laughs> Rushang only goes up. But no, I get insecurity. Mm. I get insecurity. But I think that doesn't, that stat should be a lot lower than it is. Oh, it yeah, should be sure. like fucking less than 5%. Less, yeah. Like, to be honest, we should always be going close to zero. Exactly. Like, yeah, like it's, it's insane. Um, and the thing is, these findings, even though we're Australian, they're consistent with US findings. So it's not just in Australia. These things are happening in the US where um, they're also less aware than young women of the harms traditional masculinity does to people. Do you know what I mean? So like, um, they're less aware when it comes to supporting of things like such as sexism, feminism, stuff like that, and more supportive of male dominance and violent attitudes. But, but if the male, like you know, if the men are moving towards supporting gender equality and uh, rejecting violence against women, um, they do, f- you know, sometimes get a bit of backlash to it. So, you know, like, what the fuck's wrong with you? Like, why are you supporting it? Like, yeah, like, stuff interesting. Like that, which is which I do see a lot of. Any um, any guy that. Uh, supports feminism or backs, you know, like, you know, sees a guy doing the wrong thing to a female, like, over, like, online. I see it a lot online. Um, Twitter, for example, is a big place. Like, you know, um, a guy will post, like, a nice comedic thing about, like, what girls do and he'll get lots of likes. Yeah, he'll get, like, you know, and a girl will do the exact same thing but all the boys will jump onto that post and they will give her the fucking most Jesus. shit. And they and the thing is, um, the boys will always back each other up. It's something that I've realized. Um, even a broker, a broker is strong. It's yeah, that's the thing. It's too strong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like like sometimes it's good to know when enough is enough. Like you know, at this point, you're just harassing someone online. Like it's it's wrong. Yeah. Okay. So jokes are fine. Like 
every once in a while but like, oh yeah, yeah. No, I, yeah so you see it a lot you see it a lot um and there you go and now let's look at the consequences this is basically the last part of it all and this is where it gets really like into the mental health part of these okay so lastly you know according to the survey um the men in the ba- men like in that man box of society and whatnot were more likely than other men to have poor mental health so this included things like depression hopelessness and suicidal thoughts and um and they only seeked help from narrow range of sources oh. so can you imagine like not being able to like basically to wanted to do it but not wanted to do it openly or publicly yeah basically and maybe just talking to one or two people but not the right people and um they were involved in binge drinking and traffic accidents so like high intake yeah um and lastly young men who agreed more strongly with the ideals of societal messages were six times as likely as other men to have sexually harassed women in the last month making sexual comments to a woman or girl they didn't know in a public place or online so say so catcalling you, yeah like that's catcall like it's it's catcall have you like you know a lot of the times um catcalling in like movies and stuff seems like a very comedic effect but i've seen a lot of reactions from women who do get catcalled especially at night it it's not they don't enjoy it at all you know what right mm. i've always heard of catcalling right yeah. i've always heard of catcalling but yeah. i think that's my ignorance as a male where i don't see i don't i'm not saying i see it as a bad thing it's because i've never i guess i've never been through it. i'm just like is it really that bad mm. that's my ignorance uh of uh, girls my bad yes but you're learning that yeah i'm exactly. i'm learning yeah it happened to a friend of mine when we were out for dinner once mm. and i was fucking disgusted oh yeah exactly i was disgusted i'm like wait this is cat calling this is fucking disgusting yeah no it was yeah. and not just my friend but it happened to my fucking sister like what three uh three years ago well, she, i think that's when it hits more when it happens to someone you know, like, like someone family fuck you're like okay this needs to be addressed exactly yeah. and that's cut it's it's it sounds like something very cat calling you you wouldn't mm. think twice of the word yeah. but when you when you witness it mm. as a as a female or a male mm-hmm. it's very fucking disgusting yeah Yeah. It's very fucking disgusting. There's a difference between going up to a person and going up to a girl like, "Hey, you look really good. You look really beautiful." Mm. Or and, and 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 there's a difference between like, you know, seeing a fucking car driving past and calling a fucking name like, you know, uh, you know, talking about her tits and yeah, her yeah. legs and I mean, that's Oh, yeah, stuff like that. They say she like, "Oh, yeah. like, you know, pop your tits out." Like yeah, stuff like that. Exactly. You know, it's drugger things. Fucking disgusting. So that's when I get like that's way too much. Um, yeah. And the thing is it's sad because like It's not until recently I realized this was such a massive issue. Like you research into these topics, you see it all the time. Like you like you it's so ingrained in our culture that we don't realize how um how toxic and unhealthy it is for us and what not. I would have loved to explore the religious side of this cuz I mean I feel like religion would have to play a uh, religion would have to there has to be some scripture somewhere that says that also puts men men on a pedestal i think uh, if we were to bring religion into it um i don't know much about religion all i know is that for anyone who is religious i'm sorry but a lot of the books have not been updated to the most recent editions do you know what i mean like version version 1 and they've always stayed they've been appropriate to their timelines for the most part yeah. I, like some philosophies and teachings have transcended time don't get me wrong but a lot of the times when it comes to the man the role of men and women has stayed in that generation and it should not have been brought forward. Yeah, 100%. Um, and and it does definitely have a part like you like I've I think it does um play a big part. Of course we have to do more research in it. I can't say much, but it definitely has a role in it um in terms of especially 100%. culture. I think culture has a bigger role. Like look look at I think yeah. look at our culture for example. Brown culture is a prime example of 
Yeah, brown culture is laced with toxicity, bro. Toxic. Look at look at look, our country. Yeah, exactly. Well, like, current, I, I yeah. was talking about talking about it to my friends today. It's just yeah. Listen, that's a topic for another day. I guess. Yeah, but it's insane because it's not okay. So this is something like I thought I brought up, but like it's insane how just recently it was just like a week ago where there was this article where apparently this guy he groped a twelve-year-old girl. Um, even though she was clothed, so because she was clothed and wasn't wearing, uh, so she was wearing clothes, he was deemed as not guilty for rape allegations. The, did you see that? Did you hear one? The, the judge itself yeah, was a female. Yeah. And she, yeah, that doesn't make sense to me. For a female to do that. That's mm. fucking disgusting. Yeah. To a kid. Yeah. To a kid of all people. Like it's, it's too much. Eh? I think kids, kids, as much as I'm not a big fan of kids for personal reasons, obviously mm. kids are the biggest epitome of innocence. Mm. And to rule, take that innocence away from them at that age is... You're setting yeah. up... You're, you're setting... That's the future of the world as well, by mm. the way. Fuck, we're going on a tangent anyway. But anyways, like, yeah. the reason I brought that up was because it was a male person who did it. So... I was going to say, you know how I said in the start, like, we're not born with a handbook or a manual on how to mm. bring up kids, male or female. I think religion does that for us. Religion. So I feel yeah. like I feel like you know if this was a longer episode. We should do a live one actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a longer episode. Um, I I I 100% believe in somewhere in the scriptures. Mm. Whether you're you know you're a Hindu, you're Christian, you're Muslim, whatever whatever your faith is, mm. there has to be a part where men are placed on a pedestal. And I am happy to be proved wrong. Yeah. I'm more than happy to be proved wrong. We're shanks ready to be proved wrong. Yeah, bro. Send 100%. Three, not send the first three screenshots. Not, not the first time. Not the first time. But yeah, I'm, I'm happy yeah. to have a discussion about this. Mm. I 100% feel like religion facilitates yeah. a lot of the a, a lot of the decisions we take in our life. You know? mm. Yeah. And there's one last thing I wanted to bring up uh, before we move on to the last segment is um, uh, I hear a lot about this. You know, the expressing your emotions part. People say, is a man not being able to express his emotions really such a bad thing? I've heard that, like, you know, when I bring it up, when we talk about this topic. And I thought about it. I'm like, it is. Like, the reason I'm saying that is when you're in a relationship. Like, I'm specifically yeah. talking about a relationship. Because you hear about a lot of like, I don't know what he's feeling. Like, I don't know if he's okay. Like, he yeah. doesn't tell me anything. You know, stuff like that. And I'm like, because um, a man who expresses his emotion is deemed weak, it's considered like, you know... Like, that's one of the reasons, like, he has that societal pressure to, like, that's the reason he won't express it. But I want to, like, point out there's, like, a difference between expressing your emotions and coming out as a stronger person and bearing your emotions onto the other person so they also come down with you. True. There's a big difference, right? So, you can express your emotions, be like, to your partner, be like, hey, I'm not having a good time right now. You know, this happened, this happened. Um, and if it's an ongoing issue, you know, let them know that you're going to be seeking help from someone, like, don't consistently be don't tell, project, project your emotions them, yeah. to them to the fact that they start going down with you. But I think that's something that needs to be outlined more because I'm not saying tell them, like, you know, go like, oh, such a day, this and this, and make it like a 24-7 thing where all you guys talk about is just that guy, you know, the guy's feeling. You, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's just you. Express yourself. Um, let them know how you're feeling. If you're feeling shit, let them know. But also let them know that you're going to be doing something about it. So that way, and then, on it, yeah. yeah, instead of sitting on it, and then uh, what they can do is they can follow up and be like, "How is it going? Like, are you working on it? Are you still doing? Do you need help to find yeah. more help? Like, you know, stuff like that." But just projecting it onto them and then bringing them down with you, I think that's the not, that's the yeah. wrong thing. So there's a difference between it. Think about it, and we'll go from there. 
All right, now we come to the my favorite part of every podcast is how do we deal with this? How do we? Deal? So, how would you deal with toxic masculinity? Uh, like the thing is, there's no one way to actually you know completely deal with it, but one I think one way that will work for this uh, in general, like one major way, is to raise awareness about it. Um, and I I just don't think people are as much aware as they are when it comes to these kinds of things. Um, like it's like I, like I've said it so many times, it's so ingrained in us that we need to start pointing out when a person is describing these traits. Yeah. If your mate is you know doing something that is consider like you know one of these factors, point them out, call them out, be like, yo, that's probably not the way to go about it. Like you know, like question them, challenge yeah. their challenge to what Do they're you think saying. This is a healthy thing Do you really think what you just said makes sense? Like yeah. I w- like I want you to really think about it. And a lot of the times they'll be like. I, like I've done it a few times and they'll yeah. think they'll be like they won't actually provide me a reason they'll be like just because and I'm like just because your fucking brain says it like they literally like literally that's the only thing um, but I reckon that's the best way like the and I know with this one here a lot of the times the other person who does call them out especially if it's in a group setting will cop the flack yeah they'll be like but that's, I think that's part of it and that's part of it like you know in the end if you want to make the change change is something that is going to be Hard to introduce, yeah. And anyone who has tried to make change will, will always get made fun of because it's going against what's already done exactly. in traditional society Norm, yeah. norms. So the thing is, you gotta just like stand up, be like, "Fuck it, cop the roast, cop whatever you do." But just at least you know you were a person that stood up for yeah. whatever it was. And I think that's how you can do it. What My advice would be: mm. this is specifically to women that deal with it, toxic masculinity, and because I've seen it happen. To be honest. Mm. I do apologize mm. on the behalf of you know the people who are kind of uh, putting this towards. I do apologize. Mm. The best I have found, and this is some advice. This is advice I give all my friends who are dealing with this from guy, guys. The best thing you can do is get yourself out of the situation. Mm. Get yourself out of the situation that might be physically or any other way. Mm-hmm. Get yourself out of the situation. Yeah, a lot of relationships, as I said, a lot of friends I have, where I, I, I those kind of relationships where the guys are very dominating character and i would say get out of it yeah get out of it it's not as easy said than yeah. done of course um, Ex- exactly yeah. exactly exactly because yeah. the thing is mm. us it's not something i want people to carry Onto in the future the, yeah you don't want it to be whether down. exactly whether that be a you know a random listener whether that be our sisters it's not something that should be accommodated mm. at all mm. it should get to a point mm-hmm. it should get to a point where it should go from spreading awareness about it where it's not condoned. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm also guilty for some of these traits as well. 100%. 100%. Um, it's, uh, of course, it's like a work in progress. Like, you know, I have realized a lot of this stuff is just in us as males. Like, it's just been ever since we were children. Like, it's been... And changing things like that take time. Um, but, you know, we're working on it. <laughs> yeah, so I, we're I definitely guess, working I on guess it. it's worth saying um, on behalf of us. It's Sorry to anyone who's kind of witnesses from us, I guess. Yeah. Uh, high school, currently... Um, but yeah, I think that that's another step. I think uh, acknowledging mm. as a male that hey, what I've done is wrong. My behavior isn't right. My attitude isn't right. The way I've treated you isn't right. Yeah, I shouldn't be doing this. Is also a very good step to go. Towards. Exactly. Yeah. So let's move on to the questions and last part yeah. of that. Um, sure. Okay. So we had a few questions uh, that we didn't answer a last time, while yeah. back. Yeah. Um, what about it? Sorry. Soms. Uh, who inspires you? And why is it? 
Soms. Soms. Soms, you don't expire us, please. <laughs> I'm pretty sure send another one. Check that one. Um, what's the best flavor of ice cream? Mint. I don't know why people shit on mint. Mint is such a good vanilla, flavor. But right now, I'm really liking co- 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 cookie dough. Cookie dough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by Ben and Jerry. Someone, yeah. I don't know who this is, a very random person. Uh, so, Soms, Soms, will you remember us when you're famous? Who is this? <laughs> Who's, oh, Who's this? I already right? forgot who this person is. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. At what age do you technically... These are all questions, by the way, from um, our uh, Instagram. Soms, once again. Soms, we've seen several of them. Come on the hand. What, at what age do you technically become an adult? I don't think it's an age for it. It's not 18. I'll tell you that. It's way too young to turn yeah. adult. I think... Paper, everyone matures differently. Like, I know in our group of friends, one of the youngest one is the most maturest. Um, oh, fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, it really depends on your experiences. But I feel like any time between the age of... So, like... If you're if you're lucky enough, eighteen. But like between eighteen to twenty three, I feel like is the prime age where you really play. yeah. I would say from I would say from sixteen to twenty five to be honest. Sixteen I've, to twenty five. I've seen I've seen I've I've seen a lot of people like people I know mature like show mm. maturity in at sixteen at sixteen compared to people who are eighteen. I think it all honest. depends on how they were raised. It really definitely life. depends. Yeah. I think there's you know there's not said age. I think it's just moments in life. Mm. Uh, which year was your favorite? Soms, once again. Soms, how many questions do you have, bro? <laughs> um, twenty sixteen. Twenty sixteen. Ah, yeah, true. true. <laughs> so when chain smokers dropped closer and everything was okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking fair. Same. Simran Nair, uh, what inspired you to start this podcast? To be honest, because you're just lazy. <laughs> yeah uh, well to be honest we brought it up so many times like yeah um, in like the initial episodes but just for like a quick update it's basically um because we just thought there are things out there that need raise like you know awareness raised towards them especially mental health and things such as this yeah and we decided to have a platform to do it exactly yeah. i think podcast is something that's it's a medium that's very popular and very available. it's very easy and it's very convenient for our generation just to pop yeah, it on and kind can, of drive yeah. or work out and everything you so can do anything yeah. yeah it's a good medium any advice on starting your own podcast? Um, yes, just go for it. Yeah, I was going to say exactly the same thing. Like, don't just think, go for it. Do not think, just jump into it. The more you think about something, the more you're going to be thinking about why shouldn't you do it. Saying that though, saying that though. Plan. <laughs> plan it out. And obviously, if you're doing your own podcast, make sure it's around an, a topic or an area that's, that you believe in. Yeah, that you'll, that you'll yeah. have a market for, a niche or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that you'll be able to attract people to. There's always someone who's going to be listening to it. Just make exactly. Sure. If exactly. you have a plan, you'll be fine. Like, don't go and start a podcast because you want to do knitting, mm. you know? Just mm. like <laughs> something that you believe in, something that, you know, they'll benefit, you know, people listening and everything. And that would draw attention. Yeah, exactly. That's basically it. And that's the last of these questions. All right. So, it will well, up a new that's one. another. Is that a long? That's a long fucking. For between me and you, it was decent. Yeah, yeah. it was decent. <laughs> that's another episode done. Thank you guys for tuning in. I really hope you guys liked this episode. It was a very uh, spontaneous uh, yeah because we got you guys to vote for it if you guys liked it um, like the content please let us know and uh, uh, people who did vote for LSD (laughs) I am sorry but don't worry we will be doing that one in the next alternate week so I know because we got a few messages from people who did say like can you can you all the drug people all the druggers mate don't worry I got you fam we will do an episode on LSD unfair choice as well toxic masculinity and LSD to be honest at one point they were neck on neck and then like like, (laughs) and then all all the activists came in (laughs) that's an example of what's wrong in society (laughs) 
What, what happens if LSD is what fixes toxic masculinity? <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> Sold by Rays of Hope. <laughs> we'll find out in the next episode. Alright guys, cheers for listening. Keep smiling. Catch Wee. you later.